Welcome to the Haywood County Schools Report. This is Jill Barker, Assistant Superintendent and your host. I have Dr. Trevor Putnam, our Associate Superintendent with me this morning. Hey, Dr. Putnam. Good morning. Thank for you Trevor. for having me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he's a hard to capture. He's a busy guy lately. And um, I'll tell you, I wanted to talk to you this morning, Dr. Putnam, just about all the work y'all and your crews and maintenance and FEMA and everything on the facilities. I know that's a big buzz in Haywood County right now. We're rolling into a new school year, 22-23, and um, you know, we're still recovering from the devastation last year on August 17th, Tropical Fred. It has certainly been an uphill battle, but we've had lots of, lots of good people helping us. Uh, I want to start before we get too far down yeah, into the ahead. program, and I forget to say uh, huge thanks to our emergency service uh, agencies and law enforcement and maintenance and uh, the county, uh, town of Waynesville, all those who have helped us in some way, form, or fashion to uh, dig out uh, that devastation that day. So uh, big thanks to all of our governments uh, that really pitched in and helped us. Absolutely, and all of our community support. I know you're always very gracious to them. And our community is always, uh, I, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. No, I know, and I, I feel the same way. I guess that's <laughs> why we've been here forever. Um, so let's just say, you know, uh, all the tragedy on that day and, and lives lost, it was a just, like I said, devastating. And, and we are so thankful that our children got home safe that day. I think about that all the time, how that could have been um, so much worse. And again, the loss of lives and just... That was a really, really scary time for all of us. And um, I just, you know, want our communities to know that um, we're to hold them in our thoughts and prayers. And, and we know that a lot of people are still hurting over this. And our school system, you know, we're making it, but it's been a slow process. And I know Dr. Putnam dealing with federal money, and um, there's a lot of red tape. <laughs> Far more red tape than I care to deal with. Well, so. we'll start with, you know, we'll, we'll go individually with facilities. I think we need to start first with Central Haywood High School, which was in Clyde, and let Dr. Putnam tell you, you know, I think, you know, you gave a great report to the board the other night. I didn't realize that facility had been flooded four times, Central Haywood High School. Yes. Um, you know, FEMA requires you to do a little bit of, of research and history. Um, mainly to, to show where it exists in the flood map, but also to determine the number of uh, flood events that uh, has, has occurred at those sites. Um, 1951, 2004, back-to-back -back floods, and then in 2021, uh, for a total of four floods at that uh, particular campus. Uh, prior to 1951, uh, looking at historical records, I think they date back to somewhere in the mid-1800s, there were 11 additional floods. Uh, those are not called to mention much because most of us, you know, were not alive at that time, but uh, it's important to note that uh, 11 other floods have impacted that, that particular location. Obviously, Central Haywood or uh, the old Clyde High School was not there at the time. Uh, but that didn't mean that the floods didn't occur, just no structural damage. Yeah, and I mean, we're still even, you know, that Central Haywood was relocated temporarily to Waynesville Middle, 
and again that staff went through a whole lot and they just they really did a great job last year under all the circumstances and exceeded our expectations and student performance we're so proud of them and they've recently moved into the old central elementary building so and we're still waiting word on if they'll be back at central haywood or be relocated right uh, back to that red tape you were talking yeah. about it it is a process uh and what what is happening currently is we're in the process of seeking relocation simply because it's been flooded four times uh, that was at the advisement of fema representatives and state representatives who uh, visited it immediately after the flood um, that's a, a pretty laborious process, but it's, I'll try to boil it down. Uh, essentially, we have to show that the, the cost of repairs will exceed 50% of, of the total value of that property. If the, the repair damages exceed 50%, uh, then relocation, we're eligible uh, for seeking out relocation. If not, if they fall under that 50% threshold, uh, then we'll still be there uh, and we'll just uh, repair at that location. Um, we are certainly hopeful that uh, <clears throat> relocation will come to fruition simply to avoid this uh, in the future, uh, but we just don't have answers to that. In the meantime, though, I feel very comfortable um, you know, our Central Haywood staff and kids, have they're just, the best way to describe them is resilient mm -hmm. and flexible and positive. They've been, been all of those things throughout this process, uh, initially uh, having to, to use a portion of Waynesville Middles campus, um, which was not uh, suitable for uh, a year long uh, of, of instruction. And now uh, we've got them into the old central elementary building and they'll be able to spread out and have sufficient space, have their own cafeteria and gym. So uh, we're grateful that we had that uh, school as an option. Yeah, and I'm so, you know, they increased their graduation rate last year under all those circumstances. So they're just really working hard and hats off to that staff. We're so proud of you guys. You know, and then we've got, um, you know, we've got our fields. And so, you know, Pisgah was hit pretty hard. Canton Middle uses those fields. You know, we have Bethel kids that play soccer there. So the whole Canton community is impacted by the loss of that, those Pisgah fields. So it was the football field, um, the baseball and the softball field. Do you want to update them on that? Yeah, we, we had uh, five fields flooded in total. Uh, two, Canton uh, Middle had a softball and baseball oh, yes, field I'm sorry, flooded. I about that, yes. And then we had Pisgah had a softball field and baseball field flooded. Uh, and then obviously Memorial Stadium. All of those uh, are in process right now. Demolition uh, has occurred uh, or has begun. And uh, they will, once demolition is complete, they'll begin uh, uh, reconstructing those fields. Um, again, fairly lengthy process, uh, far slower than I would have liked to seen it go. Um, but we simply, we, we needed FEMA. We did not have the money anywhere, not in lottery, uh, not in local uh, capital fund balance, nowhere. We, uh, there was probably $8 million worth of damage and we, we simply don't hold that kind of money. And so we really needed FEMA to step up 
Uh, the good news is they did. They have delivered on the money they promised. Um, the, the bad news, or the bad side of it is it took from August 17 to somewhere mid-February uh, to get all the proper permitting that we needed and um, get those, uh, get, achieve a no-rise study uh, and get a, before we could ever even begin to draw plans and, and get contractors lined up to do the work. So it, it has been an extremely lengthy process the good news is uh, for those that might come uh, behind you and I, yeah. uh, Ms. Barker, uh, they will not have to obtain a permit. We have one now. We are registered on a federal flood map. Uh, they will not have to conduct no-rise studies uh, because our footprint exists on those flood maps and they know the impact of them. Um, and as painstaking as it may be right now, uh, many mitigation measures will be in place. Uh, the infrastructure for our electrical and plumbing and, and sewer uh, will be flood proofed uh, and, or flood minimized as a result of us walking through those guidelines with the feds. And uh, hopefully subsequent flooding will have a much let, uh, smaller impact uh, on us uh, should it occur again. Yeah, and you know, we'd like to think that there would never be another flood there, but when you look at history, and I think it's interesting you look that up, that um, the story is not good for that river. <laughs> it is going to rise again, so we can just hope that um, that we're prepared and, you know, that the whole community's learned lessons from that, how quickly that can happen. Right. So um, that devastation won't happen again hopefully everybody will be a lot more aware right it's so quick it happened so quick and fast and caught everyone off guard i think right my heart goes out to the residents and business owners uh, that yes. just lost everything and some even their lives um, but my goal in all of this is is to hopefully get a safe place uh, a really nice place back for the kids and, and offer some relief from all the things they've lost. At least maybe they'll have a nice field to play on or a nice school uh, to attend. And so that's been my goal. Um, as I said, far slower than I would like, but there were some necessary permitting and studies that had to be uh, hoops to, if you will, to jump through um, in preparation, not only uh, to, to be eligible to receive money, but should subsequent flooding occur. Yeah, and I mean, you and I have talked about supplanting yesterday yeah. we were in a meeting. And, um, you know, you just, if you go out and start doing the work, you're not going to get the money. We didn't have the money to do the work to begin with, but, you know, there is no kind of payback for that. They have to do it their way. And once you, if you start working on your own, you don't get reimbursed for that. So. Well, and, and the really hard part, they actually, uh, having to, to go this route minimized what our strength is, which is our community. Yes. I have no doubt we would have had droves of volunteers to help us rebuild and, and uh, we did, as a matter of fact, have lots of folks to include your husband, yeah. uh, go down and offer their equipment and time um, and help clean up. And so that got, got us to a good starting point. Uh, unfortunately, um, 
to receive the money. Uh, volunteer work uh, would have had to been under a licensed contractor, uh, and then that licensed contractor would have been required to follow their guidelines anyway. And if they didn't follow those guidelines, they would have been in jeopardy of losing their license. So yeah. uh, we did explore lots of avenues uh, where we could really access the strength of our community, which is volunteerism. Uh, but it, 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 we were just really limited in that. Glad we secured the funding, and like you said, hopefully, you know, we're going to have, we know we are going to have great facilities just getting through this process. So, thank you, Dr. Putnam. Um, we're hoping for no rain in August or September <laughs> or October. <laughs> not no rain, we need a little rain, just not all at one time, please. Uh, right. So, thank you for all your hard work and all the people that work for you. And Haywood County, thank you for always supporting our school system. So we'll look forward to a great start of school on August 22nd. Have a great day.